Welcome to Ghostly. How have you been, Rebecca? I've been good, Pat. So this episode is a little bit different, right? Oh, uh, yes, I would say so. So we were at C2E2 and we got like a last minute chance to be be able to record Ghostly in front of an audience. Yes, on the actual convention floor at yeah. Podcast Central. Yeah, who, who was running that? So it was Chuckload of Comics. Yes. Very, very fun uh, group of guys. And also the Chump Cast. The Chump Cast. The Chump yeah. Cast. And then uh, Read Pop. Yeah. Was also helping. And of course, C2E2, I mean, itself. So thank you to all of those people. Absolutely. For giving us this amazing opportunity to bring Ghostly to a huge audience. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like everyone stopped and <laughs> looked at us, thank goodness. But a lot of people came by and yeah. saw our show. All the pins that you had on the table, I gave away. Yeah. We gave away a lot of pins uh, this weekend. Excuse me, buttons. They're buttons. Not pins. They're not pins. They're buttons. Yeah, pins. I don't even know what that would be. Or as Nick Mataragas calls them, Bhutans. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanna I wanna thank a couple people before we get into this episode. Uh, I of course want to thank Bob Anderson from Bob After Dark um, because he came out before dark and he, <laughs> he did and he helped us. He and doesn't he, always do that. You know, most of his episodes are Bob after dark, but right? Yeah. We were at noon, so he had to he had to come had out to before come dark. Out before dark. I don't think he I don't think he wanted to. I think he wanted to sleep in. No, I'm just kidding. He was really really <laughs> excited about it. He was great. Uh also, I would like to thank Jack Blue. Yes. Uh he was in the audience and um you know he is a paranormal historian. Mm-hmm. He is a paranormal investigator. He is a published paranormal author. Yes, and he's working on a couple new books right now. Yes. Uh and he works really closely with Tony Zabolowski, who we've had on the show before. Yeah. So uh since he was in the audience, I just you know, you're gonna hear I, I pull him in. And he becomes part of the show. And he was totally not prepared for this, but did an awesome job. Yeah, I can't believe how well he just was like, sure, and just came in and helped us out. Because, you know, it's like we do this research and we think we know, but like he does this all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, did we miss anything? (laughs) (laughs) He's able to help us out. Absolutely. And we we do uh, call upon Tony and Jack from time to time when we need help, you know, when... When we have a question, um, you know, and they're really honest with mm-hmm. us. I remember going to Tony about our H.H. Holmes episode, and I was like, yeah, we're going to do one on him. And he was really honest. He's like, I've never heard of any hauntings from H.H. Holmes. Um, but, you know, we actually heard a couple of more when we were at C2E2. Yeah, it's C2E2 overall was amazing. Yes. We heard a lot of stories from yes. a lot of people at the show. Yeah. Well, I'm not done thanking people, though. Oh, so I'm sorry. Let's, let's continue with thanking people. Yes, yes. Uh, I also want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to Scott Larson. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we have to thank so Scott. So who the heck is Scott Larson, So Rebecca? Scott Larson is an author, comic book yes. author, artist. Amazing. Uh, amazing of the Visitations series. Yes. Which I actually started reading last year when we met him. Um, it's really cool. So his group of characters are actually Chicago, uh, char- or like based on Chicago characters, I guess, or people um, from Rose Hill, 
cemetery or actually a couple different cemeteries I'm, yeah. i apologize it's like so uh it's a so the real old like chicagoans that he like has brought back to life in these stories and all the history in the books are real but the stories are made up yeah. but it's like you get to learn history and they're like almost like a crime fighting team and yes <laughs> they and- like Currently, um, the series is is talking about the 1893 World's Fair. Yes, which, his most recent episode or which, edition. Which is my favorite part of Chicago history. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done any episodes besides the H.H. H. Holmes episode where we kind of touch upon that. And he does not touch upon serial killers. He uh, is taking a stance against them. You know, yeah, he doesn't like to give them... Rightfully so, Time. maybe you know. I mean, um, we will definitely talk about them, but uh, but no, but it will. But it's interesting to think that there's a lot of other things that were happening at that yes. time, and just there's there's just a lot of history. So, anyways, he's great. Check out his work, uh, and he was he was really supportive of us this yes. weekend. And I also want to thank uh, Nick Mataragas. Yes, uh, I don't often thank him. Usually, I um, yeah, usually I hate that he you know tells me how much i mispronounce things and you know what i say he wouldn't have said and stuff like that but i mean he is very supportive of ghostly even though he's a skeptic too he's more of a skeptic i would think you would uh, would appreciate him more since he's a he's your your fellow skeptic Mm -hmm. bro (laughs) well i mean bros don't have to be male or female right that's what you say it's non-gender specific Uh uh-huh my idea of bros. Okay, sure. But it's he not is short a for brothers. Skeptic bro. It's just bro. Yeah. And that's he just is. What I would and say. you know, he's been really supportive and he really helped us out a lot during C2E2. Yes. Um Rebecca and I were on his uh show Freak of the Week mm-hmm. and we recorded right after Ghostly. So we did We may have been a little punchy. <laughs> maybe just a little bit. Um so we did our show. We were limited to 45 minutes though. So there are some parts of our regular ghostly that we didn't put in there that we're going to give you now. Yes. But um but we also did 45 minutes with Freak of the Week then after that. So we're just yeah. It was it was an exhausting but awesome weekend at C2E2. It was great. Uh and as I said, we met a lot of people on the floor, um just regular people that told us yeah, when you tell them you're from a ghost podcast, they are either going to tell you about a place they know that's haunted, yeah, or their own personal ghost stories and things that have happened to them. And if we can find a way, we're hopefully going to share those with you at some point. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm not sure how yet exactly. We'll have to see how things go, but we'll we'll hopefully find a way. And we did some video while we we're at C2E2. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can put it together and uh, get it out there for you guys in the next couple of weeks on the on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash ghostly podcast. Yes, definitely subscribe because there's going to be some good videos coming up. Absolutely. Out. And we have the ability to do videos now. So we're going <laughs> to yes, be doing we've, more. We've moved forward in our yes. technology. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Do you have any listener mail? Um, I do. Um, okay. Actually, this guy uh, told me this story. He was oh. really freaked out and he wanted to share it. Was this at C2E2? Uh, actually, it was before C2E2. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's you. It's me? Yes, you came to me and said, oh, you want me I to- actually have oh. a, a ghostly story that well, I want to share. No, I'm a no. little freaked out. I said I had a paranormal event. Uh-huh. All right, so you want me to be the listener mail. Yeah, you're the listener mail. All right, well, um, 
Stop me if you already heard this, Rebecca. No, <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I, I have, but I want the listeners to. <laughs> um, okay, so I, <laughs> I'm put on the spot here. Jeez, I, I didn't know we were going to do it this way. Um, excuse me, you asked to be the listener mail. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but I didn't know I was actually going to be the listener mail. Uh, do you All want right. me to tell the story? Um, I don't know if you, you'd be able to. I don't know that I'd be able to either, but all right. you seem hesitant. So, so. All right, so... When I was a when I was a wee little lad, I was uh, I was very rambunctious. You know, I was good good hearted, but I was, I, you know, I couldn't sit still. I was always running around. I was always super excited. Uh, the people that talk about me as a kid, they just um, they're like, you know, sometimes you were a little too much. And um, while I was having a too much day, when I was eight or nine, we just got a new garage. Our former uh, garage was covered in snow, so much so that it collapsed the garage. Wow, that's a lot of snow. Yeah, so in Chicago, we get snow. Does happen. Yeah, a little bit. You know, actually not as much as when we were younger, I think. No, I think, yeah. And I'm saying we like we're the exact same age, but we're not. But anyways... Close enough. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> uh, anyways, so um, on the garage, there was like this, um, it kind of looked like aluminum foil, like on the walls, that it was part of the insulation for the garage. And um, well, I thought it would be cool to write something up there that would scare some people and stuff. So, um, but I was eight or nine. And um, my spelling and my vocabulary was probably not the best at that time. So I wrote, I kill up on the, up on the garage. Wow. That's uh. I mean, I didn't kill. Yeah. Well, maybe, you know, some stuff um, like <laughs> bugs and stuff like that. You know, maybe <laughs> I did that. But, and then, you know, I just want to say that around the age of 12 is really when my uh, when I started to have this experience that eventually turned out to be more of my Buddhist side, where I found some peace. I, <laughs> this is a crazy event. I was in, I was in Moose Jaw, uh, Saskatchewan, Canada, and they had these grasshoppers that were flying that I guess happens yearly or every few years or something like that, where there were so many of them, and they were hitting the car and... It was like a, just a big mess. Well, I was walking at a campsite, and I happened to see one, and I ran over to it, and I stomped on it, killing this poor flying grasshopper. But then immediately after, I actually had a moment where I started crying and realized that, you know, it's not up to me to take something's life. Even, you know, it wasn't doing anything. It wasn't harming me. It wasn't in my way. It wasn't, you know, I went out of my way to kill this thing. And uh, so from that moment on, I just kind of had this kind of Buddhist idea of life. So Pat developed empathy. I guess so. Okay. At that moment. At that, at that moment. Before one then, moment, you were a killer. I Well, obviously, I kill. I kill. <laughs> things, but after that. So where the paranormal side of all this okay, comes in. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It was about a week and a half ago, I was uh, pulling into the parking garage by the train station. I, I take a train into work uh, every day, and uh, I pulled into a spot. Now, do you usually pull into the same spot most days? 
Or close to the same spot? Yes, but this was not my typical spot. Oh, okay. I actually got lucky and got there five minutes earlier, so more spots were available. So I was a little bit closer. Okay. And I happened to notice something written on the wall. I, I didn't really think much of it. I got on the train, went to work. And over the that weekend, I started thinking about it. And Monday, it really hit me when I was coming back on the train that this was something something different. So I went and I took a picture of it. And um, I'll send you the picture so we could post it in the show notes. Sure. And uh, you really can't see it. I think this is made in chalk or something like that. But that Friday, it said... It said, I kill. Wow. Now, you can't see the eye anymore. When I took the picture, I could still tell that there, you know, that eye was written there. The camera didn't pick it up. You know how cameras are. They pick up orbs sometimes and, (laughs) you know, reflections of people sometimes and all kinds of crazy things. But uh, you can never trust a camera. But you'll see that it clearly says kill at least. So I don't know how to feel about this. It kind of shook my skeptic heart a little tiny bit. Wow. What do you think? think? Just kind of like a, almost like a reflection of this past thing. Like, had you thought about the garage and what you wrote on there? From time to time, but no, not like, not, no. What are you saying that I like woke up in the middle of the night, went to the train station and wrote it on there? No, no. I'm just wondering if it was like <laughs> in your in your mind. So but because uh, if it hasn't been, then that's really creepy. And it's weird that like your subconscious picked up on it. Not, you know, like you just you saw that the writing was there and your brain in some way registered what it was, but you didn't realize it for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a couple of days to process it. You know, I mean, I'm oftentimes sleepy when I'm at the train station parking lot. It's either before I take a nap or after I've taken a nap because <laughs> yeah. I, I do a lot of train sleeping. So if you ever see me on the train, I'm the, I'll am i be sleeping. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Or meditating. I meditate a lot on the train, too. Mm. And I don't know sometimes so when I'm sleeping. Like or sleeping. Yeah, it does. Yeah, very much so. But I don't know oftentimes if I'm meditating or if I'm sleeping. So Gotcha. Well, that's very um, creepy. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know, but it just seems yeah, cuz it's not a I mean that just yeah, that, that you would park yeah. there, that it would be there, that it's Well, this I would phrase and you said too, you told me that the letters looked similar to the way that you wrote them. Just slightly neater. Like like I mean, like how I wrote it, I scratched it in, you know. So uh, they're a little bit thicker, therefore they look a little neater, but like the L's really resembled my L's. Like I couldn't tell the I from the L and stuff. And that's how you wrote it. Yep, I as, guess, as yeah. As a young child, so. Yeah. It wasn't the best at my writing, I guess. Still am not. I'm also a little scared that there is a killer in your town. <laughs> right, <laughs> Potentially. yeah. Potentially. Well, I mean, Or another kills. eight-year-old boy that needs to learn empathy. <laughs> Okay, um, well, I think we should just get into the oh, no. polls, right? Yeah, I was going to say, we got to do the polls. Yeah, you know what? This time I feel a little bit better about doing them for some yeah, reason. Yeah, well. I, you know, I actually know the results. I was going to say, because I can't, I'm sorry, yeah, I know. I, I know them pretty okay. well. I, yeah, why don't, yeah, you, want, yeah, why don't you just tell us the results? I don't really like to think about them. Oh, I thought I thought this is one of your favorite parts of the show. No. Oh, then we can stop doing it in the future if you like. So 
No, I just sometimes I don't. They're not <laughs> my favorite. They're not your favorite sometimes. Sometimes. So, what was the question in the last one? Uh, does William Henry Harrison still haunt the White House? Yeah. Well, it was um, eighty to twenty. So it was a landslide one way. For me. For me. Oh. Landslide. No. <laughs> landslide, no. 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 Yeah, I know. It seemed people were very, very skeptical on this one. People were uh, actually, they felt bad for him that he was still coughing. <laughs> yes, I did <laughs> see that. Yeah, Maybe maybe he's got the coronavirus. Let's not joke about that right now. <laughs> okay. Everybody wash your hands right now. <laughs> Go if you haven't done it. I, seriously, my hands what are getting dry because I've been washing. What if they're driving? Okay, well, when you get home, no, we got to make it a habit. You get home, you come in, you wash your hands. Maybe we should End do this story. even when there's not a virus out. Yes, I think this is a good thing <laughs> for us to get in the habit of all the time. Yes. All right. All so right. with that, we are going to send you to the live episode. Uh, also, we did not put the closing arguments in, so we will come back for closing arguments. See you then. Oh, hey there, Count Panic. I got a question for you. What's that, Bob? What do you know about Mothman, the Loch Ness Monster, ghosts, demons, and things that go bump in the night? Not much, Bob. Well, lucky for you, we host a podcast called Bob After Dark, where we talk about legends, lore, and the supernatural. Wow, where can I find this podcast? Wherever you find your great podcasts at. Welcome to Ghostly. Is the old Chicago City Cemetery haunted? Guys, we are live at C2E2. Woo! Let's hear it for C2E2, we guys. Yeah. All right. And All right. I am Pat. And I'm Rebecca. And we have with us today the amazing Bob Anderson of Bob After Dark. He is my paranormal brother. Let's hear it for Bob After Dark. Woo! And he's returning to Ghostly for his second time. Yeah. So welcome back to Ghostly, Bob. Oh, hey there, children of the night. My name is Bob, and I host Bob After Dark Paranormal Podcast. And before I begin, I just wanted to say thank you to the Ghostly Podcast for having me with you guys. You guys are my podcast heroes, my podcast Yodas. Uh, we're podcast brothers. Yes. That's well, more like what it is. Exactly. Stop, stop putting us on this podium uh, that we're a, not it's on. It's a big podium. It is? Yes. Well, I'm pretty tall. I, just I mean, say, I'm not as tall as you, but I'm pretty tall. It's more like a pedestal. I, yeah, right? I am very, <laughs> Step ladder? I am very, very honored to be here, and I'm very, very honored to be here entertaining our fans. We have several of you guys here, so that's great. Yeah, very Yeah, exciting. definitely. So I want to thank Chuckload of Comics. Yeah. Chuckload of Comics. Let's hear it for them. Woo! And, and the, the chump sh- cast, of course. And read pop, read pop. And, and what else? C two E two, of course. C two E two, twenty twenty, right? Uh, they've been making us feel so at home and giving us the chance to do something like a live podcast. It, it's like a major event for us, right? Yeah, this is really amazing. So cool. we truly are thankful for everything that we've learned here, and um, we continue to grow. And C two E two is growing with us, I believe. Yeah, that's great. Definitely. So, okay, so today we have a crazy episode for everyone here and everyone at home. Um, We are talking about the old Chicago City Cemetery. Have you guys heard of it? 
Yeah, Jack uh, here <laughs> probably wrote a book about it. I'm several, thinking. several books actually. Right, right. Uh, it is really hard to believe that something like this happened in a major city like Chicago. So uh, let me tell you this: there was a city cemetery in Chicago, where now is Lincoln Park. Like you know, you guys heard of Lincoln Park Zoo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We are limited in time, so let's just get right into the episode. All right. Yeah, normally we do some other stuff, but we're going to Yeah, absolutely. Gonna so on. do you have a ghost story for us, Rebecca? I have a ghost story for you. This is my Excellent. favorite part. All right. So this is a ghost story. Not my in- favorite part, because I'm not allowed to talk during it. <laughs> well, it's inspired by something that we're going to debate and talk about later. So this is a uh, um, something inspired by, by real ghost sightings in Lincoln Park. All right. Lisa and her friend Taylor decided to take Taylor's young girls to the Lincoln Park Zoo. It was one of those beautiful days in March, a time in Chicago when the days are often still filled with winter chill, but today it was warm. It had been years since Lisa had been to the zoo, and Taylor and the girls had never been. It was a great day. The animals were fun, and, uh uh-oh, I put my stuff in the wrong order. The animals were probably (laughs) a lot of fun. So Great. what did those animals do? Sorry. Have you ever seen Animal Farm? Yeah, it was fun. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It was fun to show the kids uh, and let them have treats, and, and they just had a great day. Their favorite, of course, was the barn, where they have Ooh. lots of activities for kids to teach them all about farms. They got to be up close with chickens, goats, cows. It was fun and educational. What none of them knew, however, was that the barn had its skeletons. Uh-oh. Literally. <laughs> It had been top, <laughs> built on top of several skeletons left from the, when the land had originally been the old Chicago City Cemetery. The gravestones were moved, but not the bodies. Ugh. What? I know. After a little while of being in the barn, the women decided to take the girls to the restroom. Everything was fine until they were washing their hands. Little Ella spoke up first. Mommy, that lady's dress is funny looking. <laughs> Lisa laughed while Taylor told her daughter to be nice. But then Jenny said, but mommy, she's just staring at us in the mirror. At that moment, Lisa looked at the mirror over by the girls and gasped. Sure enough, there was a woman staring at them. And her dress was was funny looking. It was old, Victorian, and white. And even more terrifying, the woman wasn't solid. Instinctively, Lisa turned to look behind them and saw nothing. No one was there. Little Ella said, where did she go? Sure enough. When Lisa looked back, the woman was no longer in the mirror. Let's get out of here, she said to Taylor. And they got out of there, back into the bright, beautiful day before Lisa told her friend what she and the girls had seen. One of the zoo employees heard Lisa tell the story and told them that they weren't the first ones to see this lady in white. She haunts this place, the employee said. Her body is buried beneath the barn, and and she just can't seem to rest since her grave was disturbed years ago. Luckily, we've heard, never heard of her hurting anybody. While Taylor hadn't seen anything herself, she and Lisa decided they had finally had enough of the zoo for that day. Ella and Jenny were sad, though. They kept asking if they could go back and talk to the pretty lady. She had told them they should come see her soon. Wow. There you go. Hey, Pat. Wow. Sounds like, like a mic- microclimate Mark, to me. I was going to say, that, that sounds like a microclimate in yeah. the bathroom. Well, hey. we're going to see. So Bob often asks me about ghost stories, and that's always my answer. It sounds like a microclimate. And it had your favorite element of all time. A lady in white. Uh, I yeah. know. It's well, it's better favorite. than an orb, at least. <laughs> so, I hope there's no orbs today. Uh, we'll have to I, see. My notes may say there's orbs. Oh, but we'll no. get to that. No, no, no. There, no. Might there might be. All right. So now we're going to get to my favorite part of the show. I'm sorry that yours is the uh, ghost story. Mine... I like Rebecca's voice. It's calming. <laughs> oh, okay. Mine's not? 
I mean, it is. All right, so we're going to talk about the history of the old Chicago City Cemetery. All right. So as a city starts to grow, one thing that you don't think about that it needs is a cemetery, right, to put bodies. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. you got to find a, a big place where you can put all the Put the all dead the dead, people. right? Yeah. yeah. But Okay, so in 1837, the state of Illinois solved that problem for Chicago by giving them a piece of land that was then outside the city limits. It was located at the southern edge of what we now call Lincoln Park. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> uh, so it served its purpose until 1859. So actually, it did a lot better than expected. The Housing, cemetery did? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah, business like, was good for them. We think this is only going to house like you, six thousand. To be fair, though, 10, if there is one job security in the world, it's probably being some kind of grave digger or undertaker. I, yeah. oh, I'm going to live forever, actually, Bob. Isn't that anti-skepticism <laughs> is immortality? Uh, I'm not calling it that. No? I'm calling it science. Oh, are you yeah. one of those people that are going to get their brain frozen and then uploaded into the internet later? Get it frozen. It already is. <laughs> Right now, it's frozen. <laughs> so, uh, so it did a lot better than expected, housing tens of thousands of bodies. But at around 1859, there was a trend starting to bury your dead in the country so they can have some rest. As opposed you know, to the city where peace. it's like loud and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's so weird. Hey, Pat, they, can I ask you a question real quick? You can. <laughs> Do you think it matters to the dead if they're buried in the, you know... Busy what? or not, considering they're 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 just dead. What do I think? Yeah, what personally, <laughs> no, I don't think anything matters. You're dead. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, what do you care if they're buried in the city or the country? I well, didn't say that I am history. doing this. No, no, no. I'm I just, saying that people did this. Sure, sure, sure. I'm but just... <laughs> so, so there wasn't country there. It was it was starting to be city, and this was also uh, aided that there was so many bodies in the cemetery itself. That people wanted to move their dead relatives to Graceland Cemetery. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, or Rose Hill Cemetery. Yes. You heard of that? Heard of that one? Yep, yep. Yeah, but that wasn't the only reason that they stopped burying people in the city cemetery. Okay, I can so, think of some other reasons. So, a doctor, John H. Rauch, Rauch, right? Rauch, yeah, Rauch. Yes. Rauch. I I can't read. Um, began writing papers that really spotlighted a major issue that they were having. The, cem- uh, the cemetery was very close to Lake Michigan. And for those that live in Chicago, we all know that that's where we get our drinking water from. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's I probably bad. Yeah, yeah, it would seep into I, the water. The yeah. dead. Dead bodies by the water, not so good. Yeah. No, like I, don't, yeah. I, I typically try to stay away from dead things in my water. But, okay. I mean, there is plenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bacteria and stuff like sure, that. Yeah. Sure. Um, so also, um, the, the cemetery was below the water table, so it would definitely feed in there. Yeah. So people really jumped on this and rightfully so. Um, but for them, it was more so because they wanted a nice, pretty park in the area say, and like, not so many cemeteries. Could you imagine now if we like, you're like, yeah, I want to go visit the lake. Oh, I guess I'll go to the cemetery to go on the beach. Well, it was a major <laughs> event for them back then. And I was going to say, once upon a time ago, people would go to cemeteries to have picnics. Well, and that's true. I mean, I, I, mean I still do. There are people I that do that. I took a Sunday stroll through the cemetery last week because it was Absolutely. nice. Yeah, you invited me and I couldn't but make most it. most people are not To see like our us. favorite. That's <laughs> no thrill-seeking, but people used to go out there and enjoy their family gatherings on their Sundays. So yeah. that was just normal practice this mm-hmm. absolutely but um so people you know they really wanted this park they really wanted it and the city was going to do something about it so bodies were supposed to be moved out from 1868 to 1880 
But here's the thing. They only hired 10 people to move tens of thousands of bodies. But they gave them 12 years. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm not a math person, so that's moving at least yeah, 10 bodies know. a day? I guess. Probably. Oh, I bodies know. a day? I, I, I don't want to move any bodies a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I, I don't know how your map and actually no, worked no out car, there. I'm not going to ask you to prove it, and though. No I just, cars at that I time. wing that one. Or oh, okay. It. Yeah. So, so in 1871, there was an event that made this even more impossible, though. You guys ever hear of the Great Chicago Fire? Yes. Jack did. Jack's the only one paying attention to us right now. So. <laughs> no, someone else nodded. That's yeah. okay. We got, People it. We got nod. it. Yeah, yeah. We got it. We got so, a couple nods going on. So when the Great Chicago Fire hit, we don't think about this, but it actually wiped out all the headstones. From the cemetery, we think it just you know burnt a bunch of buildings, but it burnt headstones. That's so weird. To think that had about to have been that. a really hot fire to yeah. burn stone, right? Well, I think well, it was a pretty I, hot. Fire. I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I definitely oh, wouldn't roast them. a marshmallow well, they were there. Wood. Hey, thank you, appreciate they were wood. You, okay, oh, that, that makes perfect much more sense. sense. Yeah, Thanks, Jack, we appreciate sense. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it burned everything except for the couch memorial. Yeah. So if anyone's has anyone I don't know has anyone seen this before? Yeah, Jack. The Couch Memorial. Yes. Well, Jack's seen it probably daily, yeah. I think, right? So, um, the Couch Memorial has its own little history, though. It holds the remains of Ira Couch, who was a hotel owner and real estate investor. And Ira died in 1857. Nobody really knows why it's still there, though. Although I have heard some really good theories. First, it's because it's a historic marker. Mm-hmm. Of where the cemetery was. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why it's there. It's it's the only above ground sign that there was even a cemetery there. Um, but also because it would just be a hassle to move it. It's made of marble. Yeah. So those ten people would have had to move that marble, that marble uh, memorial all the way to Graceland. So they didn't want to do that. And. Um, but now we, so we actually don't know how many bodies are in there. Yeah. So I mean, there's speculation that it could be 13. There's speculations that it's just Ira. Well, so yeah, if anyone's ever been over by um, Lincoln the, Park, Lincoln Park, there's just this this building. I would say it's like maybe like a like a shed, like a shed yeah. size in your yeah. backyard. You might have, yeah. but and, and it's got a little fence around it. Um, and since there's no other graves around it, you wouldn't necessarily think this is a, a, a like a memorial. memorial yeah, you know, do you want mausoleum. Crypt. Yeah. Do you want to know what is not inside the couch memorial? Microclimate. An actual couch. Uh, there's no actual couch. You inside don't know that. We've never been in it. No one. Jack, has is key. there an actual couch? We know you've been in there. Okay, so no, there nobody no even knows no who one, has the keys to this no place. No one knows who has the keys. The family like <laughs> claims not to have anything. Like, yeah. there's nothing. Like, no one has been in there. So we just leave it there. It's crazy. So back to the cemetery itself. Um, Nobody's really sure how many bodies were left under what is now a beautiful park. Uh, I've seen reports of over 10,000 possible bodies. Wow. That's what I read. Yeah, 10,000. That's a lot. That's a lot. And uh, if you need proof of that story, since I'm all about the proof here. Okay. uh, In 1998, a part of the park was... was, um, Excavated. 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 Sorry, I can't. I can't say that word. South Side um, for the Chicago Front Room. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For the Chicago History Museum's parking facility, and the remains of eighty-one people were dug up for just a for one parking garage. Parking garage. There you go. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. So that's about all I have for the history of the old 
city cemetery in Chicago. It's really crazy. There's also a few other things that uh, actually our friend Tony Zabalowski, who's our favorite tour guide, yes. mentioned to me yesterday, um, which was um, the, the Ulysses S. Grant. Is that the statue that's there? And there's uh, there were definitely some stuff that happened around the statue, right? Some people hung themselves and... Oh, wait, sorry. We have, we have Jack a, we here. Have sorry. And he's we like have a Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, yeah. I'm Jack. Hi, <laughs> so Jack. tell us about the statue. I'm a paranormal researcher and writer. Um, the statue, so in the late yeah. 1800s, the statue actually, uh, sh- uh, it was struck by lightning during a storm. That's what it was. Oh. And yeah. there was a lot of people hanging out at the uh, in the park at that time. So they all ran. Uh, so it was a storm. They ran for cover because it was raining. So they ran underneath the statue because it's kind of like wow. it's being suspended by pillars. Okay. Yeah. And while the storm was raging, lightning struck the statue and they all died. Wow. Because wow. the statue is made out of limestone. So it kind of was a conductor. You kind of yeah. say that like a news reporter with like no feeling. Like <laughs> <laughs> these people just died. They well, just died. Well, Jack, have a seat. Ago. Have a seat a if you don't mind ago. joining us yeah, for you this. Can hang out. Put your headphones on too. So yeah. Yeah. yeah put some go. headphones on and Absolutely. we'll get you going here. Yeah. And then he also mentioned the suicide bridge. Yeah, so um, uh, also in the late 1800s, there was uh, a bridge that became known as a suicide bridge because of the frequent suicides that were happening there. Um, It was a popular place for um, drunks, prostitutes. Uh, They would Mm. often hang out there, and it eventually became known. Wait, do you uh, have the address for that? I want (laughs) to... I mean, I'm sorry. No, never mind. Yeah. uh, (laughs) This is a family podcast. It is. a family podcast. I want to hang out with the drunks. Uh (laughs) Ask if they've seen any ghosts. No, they probably have. (laughs) Dealt with spirits of their own. So, Jack, uh, tell us about yourself. You said you're a paranormal investigator. You're you're also a author. You're you're writing a book. Yes. uh, So, I've been published in uh, Sick Use Magazine and Chicago Mag, and um, I'm currently writing a book on uh, the paranormal. Great. In Pilsen, uh, right? In Pilsen area. Yeah, that's one of the... I'm working one on two books. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right, so, all right. Multiple books. Multiple I'm sorry. We'll I, I can barely on, read a sentence in a book and here done, comes... We'll have you back yeah. on. Obviously, I don't know how to read because <laughs> Southside, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> Your script just looks like there's a bunch of pictures on it. There is, that? yeah. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> that's how I do this. I see, um, I so the cemetery that was in Lincoln Park, it was actually four cemeteries. Oh, that makes sense. That's how you got to the 10,000 bodies. It was the Catholic cemetery, the Jewish cemetery, the Potter's Field, and the city cemetery yes yes. there you go and there's different stories for different parts of those right yeah yeah Yeah, i know the potter's field they had a lot of people there that um that wasn't there civil war people there as well correct there was uh, a confederate soldiers that yeah when they died in the in the prison camp uh down south yeah they would take the bodies to uh, the potter's field oh that that i could see that causing some unrest Definitely. To have your, you know, to be moved to to somewhere and buried in like the poor cemetery, right? That's usually yeah. the Potter Field. All right, so we have to we did some debate, guys. We yeah. just talked about some ghost sightings. Jack, you ready for a debate too? Sure. All right, you are three believers I am outnumbered. Oh, you are. Well, Jack, are you a believer though? Well, I, I try to be unbiased, and I try good. To ah, thank you, thank you. Okay. But that doesn't mean he's a skeptic. He's just unbiased. <laughs> that means he literally rides in the middle. All right, so uh, I'm going to count him as a skeptic on this fair. one. So. All right, so <laughs> anybody on the audience, anybody walking by, we want to know your opinions here. So the first score story we have to talk about is one of Pat's favorites, as uh, uh, as Bob mentioned, a woman in white. Uh, yes. Yeah. Woman so in white. as I this is kind of based on the story I talked about. Uh, so there were rumors of a woman in white uh, around the couch tomb years and years ago, and people like camped out to see if they could see her, and they never did. But but mostly she is said to appear at the Lion House in Lincoln Park Zoo. 
She is seen with others wearing Victorian clothing I by think zoo she's workers. Lying. <laughs> 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 you see that? I we went. need a drum like a snare. Thank right? you, Jack. Yeah. We appreciate that. <laughs> she is said Sorry. to disappear pretty quickly after being seen. The creepiest part is that she's also uh, been said to be seen in the ladies' room mirrors at the basement of the Lion House. Uh, and when the women turn around, no one is there. Wow. Uh, sounds a little bit too much like Candyman, which is a preview that's been freaking me out lately. Uh, anyways, the thought, of course, is that her grave was disturbed when they built the zoo. So, so, so we Jack- have a woman in white being seen by lots of people. Uh, and she she appears in the mirror downstairs. What do you think? Guys? Well, since Jack is here now, I want to hear. Have you heard this story? Yeah, uh, there's actually been uh, uh, quite a few sightings of this woman in white in a woman's bathroom in the lion's uh, house. Maybe um, she just had to go to the bathroom. The, Morning Myrtle, Harry Potter, anybody? Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Morning Myrtle. Thank nice. you. Yeah. That's, now, I how many Harry times? Potter dress. I should yeah. have thought of that. How many times have you been there, Jack? Just uh, a I'll, guesstimate. Thousands. Uh, every couple, day a lot a lot yeah a lot. have Morning. you ever seen this woman in i have not no no have he's you? building a case yeah. how about for you Bob? I am, I am. okay so what are you truth be told i did not know really too much about the story until i started researching it i what? didn't know no really i didn't know so i started looking into it and i can tell you that based on the evidence that we have and based on the history behind it if there is a haunted place in chicago it would probably be this so you're Seriously. using this argument during this one. I mean, we have this whole thing to go. So. I understand that, but I, it doesn't surprise me. Okay. Now, do I think there is a singular entity that hangs out in the mirror versus it could be anything? Probably. There's not a story of one single woman that's body got moved around or disturbed or gravesite got disturbed. So do I think that it's just one entity hanging out there? No. So maybe multiple things. One woman in white, many women in white. There's, also, ah, there's too many women in white, though. There's also uh, uh, two mirrors there, so it acts like like this infinity mirror. Oh. So, so uh, scary. Ghosts wow. and mirrors are terrifying. All right, All so right. I'm going to say skeptic? that um, oftentimes people see this woman in white thing, and you know, you were saying <laughs> that it's in that was in the bathroom. Uh, I, and the mirrors, I'm thinking that could add to it. Thank you for giving me that because I really had no place to go until you said the mirrors. I really think the mirrors can add to that. It can add to that illusion and it can make people feel that maybe there is something there. It's like the old game Bloody Mary, right? Yeah. You, you sprinkle the water on the mirror and you say Bloody Mary and she supposedly Yeah, you've already it. said it hey, twice. Stop saying that. Stop saying, stop saying Bloody Mary, okay? Oh. Bloody Mary. Stop saying you that. Can, you just said it several times. It's stop like the other. Stop saying Bloody Mary, Bob. I, stop. You, what about okay. what if I said the other be- Beetlejuice? If mm-hmm. I say that a couple that times, all right. So let's so let's rate this story. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a one. Wow, I'm going to give it a that's one. pretty high for you, especially for a woman in white. That's pretty high for me. So we go zero zero to ten. <laughs> zero to ten in believability. So Zach, Rebecca, you can you can Jack, you can yeah. exempt yourself from this because okay. I know you like to stay neutral. So Bob, how about for you? I want to say before we do this, I am super excited that I get to rate a ghost story on Ghostly. It's very exciting. <laughs> I listen every week and I'm like, oh, this is like a six for me. This is like a nine <laughs> for me. So I'm very very thrilled that I get to do this. Yes. Wow. The late the in particular singular lady in white in the bathroom. I'm going to give a five. a five. A five. A five. And I'm going to run middle of the ground because wow. I don't believe it's one singular entity that they're seeing on repeat. Okay. Okay. So, lady in the mirror, I'm going with a one. Lady in white, I'm going with a five. Okay. I don't think there's okay. a lady appearing okay. in mirrors. Jack, do you want to vote? I mean, you can. So, ten is unbelievable? No, ten is like, I totally <laughs> believe it. This is fact. 
Oh. And zero is there's no chance. Ooh, you gave it a one. Jeez. I gave it I a know, one. Right? Wow. He's yeah. low. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm the skeptic, so <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, I'm gonna give it a uh, a six because Ooh, okay because uh, there was uh, firsthand reports that we we know of. So. Okay. This is why I am giving. He's it, privy to different information. I am giving it a seven. Oh, yes. what? This is totally believable Whoa. to me. I think there's, you know, there's too many people that have reported this. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is definitely a more believable thing for me. We, All right. a, we have an right, audience we, we can ask real quick. What do you guys think? Anybody, what do you guys think? Anybody, Just throw some fingers up. What do you guys your, think? Raise your hands. Anybody thinking? The woman in white at Lincoln I see, Park. I see no woman fingers, so I'm going to say zero. We got a 10. We got a full 10. Wow. A seven. Anyways, what are you thinking? Seven? A three. Three. I like the way you think. All right. Although you could have went yeah. a little lower there, but still, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. So let's move on to the All next right. piece of evidence that you have, Okay, Rebecca. so this one's got multiple parts, so I'm just going to talk about it, and then we'll kind of go through the different evidence. Okay. All right, and you guys can respond to each piece of evidence. So the other paranormal normal activity I want to talk about is the general haunting activity that happens all over the zoo, but especially at the barn. That's why I brought up the barn. I kind of mixed up the stories in the, the first part. When they were digging to build the barn in 1962, they unearthed a full skeleton. Actually, Tony told me yesterday it was multiple skeletons, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's not cool, but it's cool. Um, anyways, we'll put a picture of this skeleton that they found in our show notes and, of course, on social media. Uh, Dr. Lester Fisher, who was the zoo director, he asked the city, like, hey, uh, found a full skeleton or two or three or eight. Uh, what should I do with these things? And he never heard back from the city. They're just like, whatever, we're done with that stuff. So. Love that. So basically he's like, all right, put them back. And they just put the bodies back and built the barn over it. So I'm sure all of us have been to the, like, farm at the zoo or whatever. Yeah, built over bodies. Um, so since then, uh, or some say this stuff is happening even before then, there are several types of paranormal disturbances that have happened. Yeah, anybody wants a button, by the way, just come on up and grab a button. Um, so first of all, there are disembodied voices that have been heard. Um, so people hear, you know, voices talking. One of the weird ones, though, that I heard is they heard people say the name Dr. Fisher, um, though he wasn't there. Did they say Dr. Fisher? Dr. Fisher. <laughs> Even though he wasn't there and he was still alive. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't like it was him talking. Anyways, but they want, they were, maybe they were mad at him because he, they put the bodies back. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so what do we think about about disembodied voices at the the, the barn? So I'm going to let Jack go first as yeah, one of the experts. Any, any more information that you got? Uh, I don't feel like that they would be angry with him because okay. like he respectfully put them back. That's true. He did rebury them where they had been. Yeah, and so they, that's he didn't something. really disturb them. So, Bob, what do you think? I'm going to disagree with you. Ooh. I am... Um, what? You're, You're going to be no. a skeptic on this one? No, I'm going to disagree and say they're absolutely going to be upset with them. I skeptic. Ah. Wow. There's a few things in the world I'm skeptical about, Pat. That is not one of them. <laughs> um, okay, and the reason why I'll still stick with the being angry, right? Imagine that you're at your house, right? Mm -hmm. And I pull you off your couch. I shake you up a little bit, and I put you back on the couch. Mm -hmm. And then above your couch, I decide to put a cardboard box, Right over your view of watching the television. Very good point, Bob. You might be back on the couch. This sounds lovely, actually. But you're kind of like, me. why did you bother me in the first exactly. place? Exactly. And why <laughs> you did you put, put and, why, and why did you put this cardboard box <laughs> right into the view of my television viewing? Right. It's the same idea with a gravesite. A gravesite is extremely, you know, it, it's. I don't want to use the word religious, but it is. I mean, 
it it's is. a very it's sacred, sacred, sacred. They, the, thank you rebecca there, there I, the go. english person yes, in the room I, yes it's a very sacred <laughs> thing right yeah that is the like i said it's the equivalent of me removing you from your couch and yeah, i put you back but i decided to put this thing over it you are still disturbing the grave regardless of which way you're looking at it so of course you're going to anger somebody by disturb disrupting their sleep whoa. so whoa, 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 all right whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you woeing over there <laughs> whoa, whoa. okay so your so right. your logic is saying that um yeah of course they're going to be disrupted uh, that is saying that these bodies actually have some kind of feeling or some kind of some kind of entity to them. It, they are dead. Have right. you like? But it, I'm okay. All right, all right. I'm uh, going to tell you guys a quick story. Sure, I'm, I'm afraid of dead things, actually. So uh, I used to work at a hospital, and I was responsible for bringing a dead body down to the morgue because I was hitting on a on a nurse that was in that was in ICU. <laughs> this is a family podcast. I was hitting thing. on a nurse and she's like, "Can you do me this huge favor? I was security." So, I was like, "Yeah, sure. Yeah, I could definitely do that." I got on the elevator and um so this is a freshly dead body, okay? The legs moved. Like it like went straight up in the air <laughs> and I screamed like a little girl. <laughs> and then I pushed the legs down. Now, now, I don't think that this thing felt anything, though, well, during that process. You don't know. I shouldn't say, the bodies themselves aren't going to feel anything, but the, the spirit, spirit that's, that's there, that's attached it. and that's there. But I'm that's what we're that. arguing. We're not right. saying that that's fact. I'm gonna, let's get us back on track. I'm sorry, because okay. I want to make sure we finish. Pat's what do you think the about the, the disembodied voices? Disem- okay, so voices are, are really, uh, that's something that we hear a lot of when it comes to like a paranormal activity. And to me, there's a lot of things that I've, I've heard that sounds like, you know, sound like voices that aren't actually voices. Actually, in a previous episode, we talked about one that we yeah, heard. Like, like I was eating, um, with Rebecca at C2E2 and, uh, she took her fork and she touched the plate and it made a sound like she, like she farted. What are guys, you talking about? No, guys, it sounded like she farted. Oh, no, it sounded like now, did she actually metal? fart? No, no, she. Um, it was just yeah, it was just that noise. No, but you it said was it funny sounded to me. like it was coming from my purse. Your purse farted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So right. I mean, I'm just so saying I'm, it could gonna, be anything. I'm gonna say you're a no for the. the <laughs> you're gonna voices. say I'm a no for most of this. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> all right. We have uh, phantom footsteps are heard in the barn. Okay. So uh, what do we think? Uh, phantom footsteps and slamming doors. I'm gonna put those together. Jack, have you heard any footsteps in the in the barn? No, I haven't experienced anything. Yeah. There, have you actually. Have you talked to anyone that's heard footsteps in the barn? Footsteps? No, I haven't talked to anyone that experienced footsteps. I think this okay. is a rare thing. You know, I I'm not sure how often it happens, and that's the thing about this is we never really have statistics saying you know this it, it happens more than this or that. Now, what I ha- what I noticed though is you said you've never heard anyone talk about footsteps. What right. have you heard them talk about? Oh, uh, the voices. The voices. Yeah. Okay. The voices, okay. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, I mean. I hear a lot of voices right now, even though I have headphones on. <laughs> well, I'm hearing at least three other moved, voices. I thought we moved on. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm all sorry. Right, right, I can't. Right. I can't move on. <laughs> the, if I may, on the footsteps thing, because yeah, yes. I'm going to back you up on this one, Pat. Ooh. You're in a barn, right? And there are animals that hang out in that barn. That's true. And I understand that maybe they're hearing footsteps coming from places that the animals that they know are there. I don't know what animal were specifically in the barn. Well, let's say they have cows there, right? Yeah, cows are big. Cows right. are in the cow, barn. The cow may be in the barn, right? And you may not hear the noise coming from the cow. I'll be family friendly. There are releases of things from said cows that are going to attract other animals to the area. Wait, wait. You came on Ghostly to talk about poopies? <laughs> 
Pat. Okay. I'm trying to be professional. Talking about, so you're saying, well, I could see though in a barn that like if an animal has footsteps that that might echo exactly and or, sound like it was coming from a different area. Or okay. you think it's like or disembodied tr- footsteps, right? Or it's a tr- what I'm saying is it might be attracting another animal that you might not have inventory of. For example, gotcha. a bird may come in and tap at it, a uh, woodpecker, termites. Gotcha. I, I don't buy into that one so much, only because there's other animals in the barn. Okay. And animals act really weird around weird things. So I'll, I'll back you up on the footsteps. All right. Okay. Door slamming. Cows can't slam doors, to my knowledge. That is so, true. Sure they can. Their tail? Eh. No. I mean, dogs slam doors sometimes with their tail. Do they, keep, do they keep the cows by the doors, though, Pat? Are you walking I mean, I would. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've, you know, I mean, I play The Sims and The Sims are often slamming doors and I, you know, like I don't see them do it, but I know that they're doing it, bad. even though there's ghosts on The Sims. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. The scary so, part is once you start talking about The Sims, we found out that a lot of our fan base also likes The Sims. I um, love The Sims. All right. So flickering lights, flickering lights. Oh, Pat's mad. Look, else. he's heated. I'm not people, heated. No. <laughs> Jack, have you heard anybody talk about flickering lights? In the woman's bathroom, yes. Oh, Ooh. there we go. That would be terrifying because it's in the basement. Yeah. And then there's a ghostly figure in the mirror. Yeah, that sounds like the start of a horror right. movie. Hey, you guys got to be able to drop the name ghostly in the ghostly podcast? Uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you need to have a bell sound effect every time. Right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. We ding, should ding, put ding, that ding, in there. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> we did it, ghostly. <laughs> Bob, you got anything quick? I do. So okay. I know from other experiences as far as like if there's a spirit around, they are able to interact with electricity yeah, and other that's things. True. I'll buy into that. If there's a spirit kicking around, I'll totally buy in new flickering lights. Especially downstairs. Right. Yeah. God, it's terrifying. Okay, All right. so what I'm going to say is flickering lights, uh, usually that is an electrical thing. Um, flickering lights can happen from all kinds of things like this light right here it's hooked up uh, there's probably lots of wires that are going here going there actually looking around there are so many wires i mean i could easily see that this can cause a problem or also it could be um that there's too many pulls from the electricity that are causing this to happen that there's not enough electricity going in that I, can happen i feel like electricity is the one area where believers and skeptics will never meet because yeah. there's too many easy explanations for like, well, it's just flickering, you know, like it's electricity. And then we're like, yeah, but there's energy and energy doesn't die. And like, of course, it's going to be there. So it's this. I don't we're never going to agree on this one. I no, don't we're never going to no. agree. But I mean, lights are the easiest thing for there to happen. I mean, electricity was not something we were going to say. I don't know that Edison would say that lights were easy to happen. I mean, for them to flicker? Yeah, I would say Edison probably had a lot of flickering lights. Yes. I'm just going to say. All the stuff taken individually, you could probably dismiss it, but it's when you have all this phenomena combined. I like this guess. I like this guess. And that's when Pat was... uh, that was confronted. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna rate it at the end of this part. So yeah. we have one more to go, we right? Have one more to go. Okay, all right, so we gotta do it quickly, though. That's all right. We got we got a little time. So uh, so there is um, their photos. So a lot of people take photos when they're at the zoo, right? And then when they get home, they notice there's a lot of a lot of anomalies in their photo. Orbs. Yep. Mm. So they there's orbs, lights, fogs, whatever in their photos. Um, this is another one of Pat's favorite. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts on orbs in general? There you go. Always on the fence with orbs, to yeah. be honest with you. Always on the fence. It depends. I need to see the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what's going on. You, you need know? to be there because what yeah. about if there's a reflection of something that you didn't see happening? You know? Right. What about you? 
real quick. Bob. Or I, <laughs> orbs are the easiest thing for me to dismiss. Yes. In general. Yes. I have um, one of my paranormal investigator friends out there, Steve. He always he's the guy who usually sits and analyzes photos with orbs and whatnot. Yeah. What do you think about orbs? We have a vote for orbs. You you're think? not you're not a fan of orbs. No. No, 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 no fan of orbs. All Hold right. on, Steve's going to tell you what he thinks about orbs quickly. Yeah, uh, no, I mean orbs are usually just dust. And, yeah, it could and, be and water molecules in the air. I mean, there's there's Insects. so many other things yeah. that they could be. Absolutely, other than a ghost. Yeah, no, orbs are or, orbs. Thank are, you. In Thank my you. in my opinion, as far as investigations, he is if, a very large man, so I do not want to make him <laughs> mad. So, and I know he knows how to fight because he's a wrestler, right? Yes, but yeah. like, I'll make it to make it real quick. As far as any kind of evidence that someone ever presents to me, if somebody comes to me at anything I'm doing and say and, I have a, I have a photo of orbs, I have this. It's the e- most easily dismissible thing you could possibly have as far as evidence. So. I'll, I'm not buying into the orbs thing. Now, right. fog, shadow people, things like that. That's what I was thinking. Because I think some of it is like ghostly figure in the photo, not necessarily Ding, 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 ding. Oh! Hey! <laughs> I do it without even thinking about it, guys. Um, uh, so, yeah. Well, pictures in general. Pictures, I've always said, pictures take a snapshot of one microsecond of time. Or it depends on how long the exposure is. It could be, you know, longer time. Uh, pictures are one of the most easiest things to manipulate through 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 outside intervention. Uh, the flickering lights and the picture definitely not buying that. Wow, somebody just broke something. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. So, all right. So now I think it's time. Let's just do uh, like a, a rating for kind of this whole concept of yes. the paranormal activity happening at the barn. Do we think? You know, and maybe you don't believe all of the evidence, but taken together, does it sound like the barn is haunted? Zero to ten. Jack, do you want to vote? Sure. For the barn itself, I'm a little bit more skeptical. I'm going to give it a five, maybe. For the women's bathroom, I'm going to give it probably uh, an eight because we've also got EVPs from there, too. Ah, there you go. I I was going to put those in, and I I left them out. So, okay. All right. What do you think, Bob? The story as a whole, I think there's way too many... There's way too many coincidences. There's mm. when you pick things apart, when you pick things apart individually, mm-hmm. you you could tell 100%. I'm going to go with the whole story as a whole yeah. is an 8 or a 9 out of 10 being wow. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Wow. They're vote there yeah, you got some yeah. fans out there voting for you. Uh, all right, I I am also go- I'm going to give this one an 8. It seems like a mm. lot of people talking, a lot of stories out there. Oh my god. Does Pat break a zero? Yeah. All right, so what do you <laughs> guys think question. I should do? Skeptics in the 10? house. You guys are saying 10. Ooh, I should go 10. Okay, we got an 8. What do you what do you say? 5. 5. Like oh five. no, no, no. We got a 9 back the there. I'm going to go zero. Oh! Sorry guys, sorry guys. These are all explainable things. These are all explainable things. They, yeah, there's nothing to me that calls out that says I have to believe that this is supernatural. Zero. Oh, wow. I want a one on the other one. I was waiting you for you to go. go one so the, the story one. as a whole, you're going with a zero. There's nothing. Zero. Wow. Even though. Or are we talking overall, the whole overall, entire. The whole, the whole entire. Like, like well, the no, first part the of the barn, debate. Right? Yeah, we're talking okay. about the barn. Zero. Oh, wow. The women's, okay. women's washroom. Zero. Ooh. Wow. All right. So what yeah. do we think overall then? One more. Zero. Well, last vote for, for, <laughs> for, for Lincoln good. Park. For Lincoln Park, especially. We talked we, we talked a lot about the zoo, but there, these things kind of happen all over the park. Can I say zero now? You can say, say zero. I'm saying zero now. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. How do we think overall? Go on, go on, ladies. I'm going seven. 
I'm going seven for the whole place because I seven. think yeah, wow. some places are more than others. Um, but this is like the Price yeah. is Right. They're I they're know, feeding them. This is like the best to have an audience like flashing <laughs> scores the, at us. The overall. That's like a million there. <laughs> it only goes up to ten. No, he's got six. Oh, six. Got okay. Six. The, the, so it's like, yeah, okay. So I, get I was it. close. I was close. I got seven. The Bob After Dark ranking of uh-huh. Lincoln Park overall is an eight. Oh, it's, your team It's actually said Bob Before Dark right now. Oh, <laughs> you were just waiting for that, weren't you? He was. He yeah, has yeah. A, he's I, had that plan, I think. I've been waiting He's forever. like, I got this joke is coming, man. Yeah. Bob Before Dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, what do you think overall for Lincoln Park as a whole? Do you think it's haunted? I'm gonna go with a uh, with a good uh, nine. Nine. Oh, no. Nine. Wow. wow. Well, now, you're, you're, now the, the audience is happy with you. Now, there Jack, you I want to ask you: Is this one of the most haunted places that you know of? But neighborhood wise, yeah, 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 I'd say Lincoln Park is there all sorts of structures in Lincoln Park are haunted. Yeah. Okay. Sure. okay. Enough time to pull them real quick. Show of hands. What do you guys think? Haunted. We have ten. We got ten. Six. Zero. You don't even have to try. Yeah, whatever. Oh, no, we know Nick Mataragi. We got some seven. We got zero. Surprise. Yeah. Ten, five. All right. <laughs> all right. So I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think we can. Okay, wrap so it up I'm... here. All right, we're breaking in. Sorry, Pat from the past. This is Pat <laughs> in the future. But to all those listening, it is Pat from the not so long ago past as the other one, right? Right. Oh yeah. man, this, this is, is timey wimey yeah, Doctor Who. This stuff. is like Inception or something, right? <laughs> this is getting a little <laughs> bit much. Okay, so we're gonna do our closing argument, and then Pat from the past will take it away and close out everything for. Well, you. Rebecca will, from the past will also be there. She is there, and she helps a lot close it out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, I'm gonna. Throw it back to me, and we'll see what happens. I don't even remember. We will throw it back. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. (laughs) It was like a whole 28 hours ago. It seems like a really long time ago. It does, right? I'm going to be honest. There's no way it was just yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Okay. So this is the closing arguments. This is our last chance to get out that one bit of information that's going to sway your vote one way or the other, or to just have you think about something. Uh, I am going to put one minute on my cell phone to make sure that Rebecca stays honest. She will do the same for me. Yes. And And the question on the table is, is the old Chicago City Cemetery haunted? The answer is no. The answer is yes. Oh, that's it. Okay, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I have one minute, and this is uninterrupted minute. I cannot break in with anything, even if the place is on fire or something. I won't break in. Well, no, you. I give you permission for that. Okay, but just that. Yeah, just that. Okay, so you ready, Rebecca? I'm ready. All right, here is one minute, and go. So I believe that the old uh, Chicago City Cemetery is haunted, kind of as you heard in the episode, there, I, there, you know, maybe not all of these things are true paranormal, but to me, there have been too many people reporting too much of the same thing for it not to be true. There's been a lot of tragedy that's happened in this park. There has been a lot of grave disturbance. <laughs> that sounds interesting, but actually like bodies being disturbed as well as people dying violently. I mean, lightning strikes. Suicides, there's just a lot going on in this park that to me, there is so much energy there. There's no way that, you know, things haven't uh, happened. Um, And I will say, oh, Scott Larson told me one other thing. 
which is that a bear cage got open years ago and they, for no the reason that they could figure out. So uh, just be careful. <laughs> just to throw that in there. I forgot to put that in the episode. Be careful of the bear. Be careful. I don't know what the zoo, the paranormal activity. No, people, I, the zoo is amazing. You should go. That was one thing I was nervous about with this episode. You know, yes. actually, none of these things that happen there seem malicious. You know, I mean, even if you go and you experience some of these paranormal things, like, it's fine. You know, like, it's it's okay. The zoo is great. You should support it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good place. All right. Okay. Well, right. do you got a minute for me? I do have a minute for you. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, go. Just as I told Bob during the episode, just because something was disrupted doesn't mean that there is a soul or spirit that moves on. Uh, it really depends on how you look at things. Where is the spirit? Does the spirit lie in the body? Is the spirit waiting in the body and then all of a sudden you move it and then it gets up and gets upset about that? I don't believe so. I believe if there is a spirit that it leaves the body when the body dies. Therefore, disrupting a dead body would not do anything. That's that's it. Scott Larson didn't tell me anything about a bear, but that's it. You, I still have like 15 seconds. You do. I'm You're not done. Gonna, can, I, can I have your time? No. Oh. <laughs> Why, do you have something else to say? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, it just isn't. <laughs> That's all. It just, is, it just isn't haunted? It just isn't haunted. Okay, I thought you were saying it was, I said it's fine, and you're like, it isn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess <laughs> it's, it's not, not fine. fine. <laughs> it's never fine. <laughs> all right, so we're going to take it to Pat and Rebecca in the past, and they are going to close us out, and Bob, and Jack. Yep. And tell you all about what our next episode's going to be. And tell you what they got going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Ta- oh, talk to you guys soon. Actually, I don't know how well they can hear, though. Yeah. Um, March 18th is our next episode. And what's that going to be about? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. We're scary really, really movie excited about that. Based on a scary story. Yeah. One of my, um, this one's, yeah, this one's going to be one of those ones. This is this is going to be one of those ones. It's okay. going to be one of those ones that scares me. I thought this one would scare you. No, no ten thousand bodies. I still mean, on it's the a lot, and it's definitely scary. But the things seem manageable. This this one does not seem manageable. Oh, okay. Well, take it away, Rebecca, Pat, Bob, and Jack of the past. True Believers, it's Dr. David Hickney. That's right, I'm a legit PhD. Anyway, there's still a butt-ton of truth out there, so we're coming back for Season 3. It starts February 28th, 2020. 2020 is a leap year, so February has a 29th day. We don't dare post on that day because, as you know, leap day is the Spode's once quadrennial laundry day. It gets messy. Anywho, Freak of the Week Season 3, February 28th. Elizabeth will be there, too.
I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I want to thank everyone that came over here. Yes, thank I you really so wanted, much. I really wanted so many people that they had to call security <laughs> to have you guys escorted away. But we almost made it. I mean, it's pretty close. People We're, are yeah, having trouble getting know, by, and I like that. Um, so please share us with your friends and family, as word of mouth is our best advertisement. Special thanks to Jack. Jack, uh, how can we plug you? Yeah, well, tell us about what you do. Where, where can they find you? Uh, my Facebook is Jack Blue, B-L-U. Okay. Uh, my real name is Jack Chavez, but on Facebook I go by Whoa. Jack Blue. All right. Oh, wow. We just got some you. information, you know, You're not people. supposed to give off your secret identity. <laughs> That's Batman. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And they can uh, find you a lot of times doing the tours? Yeah, and the uh, Chicago Hauntings Tours. Chicago yeah. Hauntings I do with Tours. Tony yeah. yeah, so yeah. if you take one of Tony's tours, which is, are amazing, you can also get Jack, so it's like a bonus. Yeah, right? Absolutely. All <laughs> He's right. got so two, much information. Two it's for crazy. One. Two for two one. For one. Yeah. All right, Bob, tell us about your stuff. Okay, so for all the audience that don't know who I am, you guys can check out Bob After Dark. It's a weekly podcast. You, you guys can yeah. find You guys can listen to my show. I'm a radio personality as well. You can listen to my show every week. On Mondays or Tuesdays, and then the show gets uploaded in a couple days later. You guys can listen to me wherever you find your great podcasts at. And uh, and where can they listen to you on Monday and, and, and Face, Tuesday? Facebook Live, where you can listen WJOB on the WJOB and on the TuneIn app wherever you listen to your radios. There at. you go. Or so Bob After Dark on Facebook. As far as Ghostly goes, the easiest way to find Ghostly is to go to ghostlypodcast.com. Yep. And if you go to the Find Us page, we have all of our links. We're on every place that you can possibly listen to a podcast. We are there. Yep, you got it. And, and can, we're also on YouTube. Yeah, can I say as a fan of, Go- of Ghostly Podcast and Bob After Dark, and as a paranormal researcher, these are the two best bo- podcasts. Oh, my God. Oh, your check's you. in the mail, Jack. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no, definitely check us out. Uh, we we've, we did a lot of video here at yes, CTV, too, so we're going to be putting that up on our Ghostly YouTube channel for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so definitely check that out. So our next episode will come out on March 18th. By the way, guys, this, this one episode. will be this Wednesday. This Wednesday. This Wednesday it'll be out. Uh, we're going to add some more to it because we usually do polls and we usually do a bunch of other stuff. Um, but our next episode is going to be on The Conjuring. Ooh. Yes, the movie and the story behind it. And there's a lot of creepy things. If I may, I just wanted to plug my newest episode. Oh, just yeah, came please. out on Friday yes. on the 11 Mile Road. And I just want to thank you guys so much. As Jack said, you guys are, in my opinion, the best podcast there is. You're a podcast too. My show. There's there's room for all of us. I know. But the Conjuring will come out on March 18th. Thank you guys so much for having us. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Come to the fans. We love you guys. Until next time, you guys want to say it with me. All right, ready, guys? Stay ghostly. And as above, so below, everybody.